Now, Potato no. was the production company for the TV show The Chase, but... Uh... Is it? Yes. Wow, so they're the ones who will lead Boris Johnson. Let's not speak about him. We've already got weird fun talk to talk about today, because this is the Immaterial Gamers podcast. Uh, hello. 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 Yes, there we go. Hi. <laughs> You're confusing me. I... There's a lot going on. There's not enough going on. There's enough going on. It's Ryan, it's Steph. Say hi. Who, who, who's saying hi? I don't... We, we all say hi, I don't know. Yeah, there we go. Right, uh, let's just kick straight into this. In the week where shit's gone down and the absolute blowout of Cyberpunk has hit full force, how's your week been? But when's it going back to consoles? Oh, are we are we just going straight in there then? Is is this the is this the podcast called? We need to talk about cyberpunk. I don't see why not. There I mean, was one other out I said should be here for it. I'm gonna kill Terra. You're gonna kill Terry. Yeah. So even though it's it's Darius, you would want it on. Oh, I want Darius, but I'm going to kill Terry for another reason. Ah, uh, okay. I'm trying to clean up our Minecraft server thing. Every now and then I do a clean up, clean everything out, store all the stuff where it should be stored, because we just kind of run around doing stupid stuff. Uh, and he's took one of the stuff I need to help clean and left he's it a, in he's, his he's a, he's a thief. He, he's a thief. He is... What you should do is you should sabotage him on your next Let's Play stream. Tell him you have trouble with uh, sharing your Discord that evening so you can do your iconic <laughs> secret plans. My secret plans? Even when he, even when he, uh, he, he's got my side, it's still secret plans. Because there's times I think he forgets that I can see what he's doing. So when he hits me and it's like, I'll turn around to look at him. In that point, I look up at the... The, the, the live feed and because mm. it's that far apart I see him hit me and then you just see me run up to him and start going yeah <laughs> carving into it like I said the, the Immaterial Gamers Twitch channel is where all the Immy domestic dramas happen but um, we did discuss in the last episode we did live stream that there is going to be videos aimed straight at the YouTube which will just be me doing certain builds okay because but as we have said certain things will be done on the stream as well as these videos so if yeah. any of the viewers wish to know fully what's going on they would need to watch some of the vods yeah if they, if they end up up or end up if they if they can it. bear to watch past the first 10 seconds of any given video then because yeah, depending sure. on when I do it, because some of it I've already started, but I started it off camera completely just to get a shape of what we wanted. Mm. Um, and from that, I need to get rid of it and then start doing it properly. Yeah. Some of it will probably start on the podcast, I mean podcast, on the live stream. But um, some of it I hope to do 
my own little videos for. And it'll be something like episode point. Whatever episode we started on, it'll be like the in-between episode of that, basically. So it's like the episode 4.5. So it won't be its own episode. It'll be like in-between the episode because the next stream you'll come on and that would have all been done. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, We do have a lot of, speaking of that Twitch stuff, we do have a lot of streams in the backlog that's just going to get uploaded. The idea is that they're just going to get scheduled to upload over the Christmas times because we got Christmas to do. Christmas do, everybody do. do Stick do, 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 your bum in the air and say to Lou. Sure, sure. Do it like so, Kong on the TFT. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> So before we go into our little feature episode, we need to talk about Cyberpunk. Um, it's nice to see that I'm still getting spam from scamming little cunts. This time, they've added a a logo. This is another one of those DPD scams. Pay yeah. to get your new, your delivery sent out. Uh, your parcel miss any toys.co.uk, 15, 15, 22, 12, 21, 20, 20. For a start, if you're gonna give if you're gonna give this to an English customer, as an English, you know, English courier, maybe put the date in the right order. <laughs> oh, I had my dad, mum, and dad the other day to turn around. I sat downstairs watching TV, something I rarely ever do. And uh, and by watch TV is something I rarely ever do. And so, the advert yeah. came on for Cyberpunk, yeah. and my mum and dad have watched the news and saw bits of it so they know bits what's going on with it mm. and i've got we got you that but we had to take it back oh and that's good they went why and i went because i already bought it <laughs> they thought oh well, we're gonna wind you up with it it's like no that backfired on you <laughs> Love this. we're gonna we're gonna give you like this like really broken game and then take it back um now right being broken i mean we might as well just get straight into it then it, it, this is yeah this is something i said to you during the week, where mm. I've seen memes around it where it's like someone just put it's normally of a film or something like Disney film, which I've seen other I can't remember what characters. Yeah. Where it's like, I can't do this anymore, it's broken. Send it back, it's broken. And another person goes, Is this your first time here? <laughs> and it's like underneath it it just says PC user. And then yeah. the other one it says console user. Um, and it's like it is literally the whole thing of pc users do not care mm. i mean the other one that i've seen is that that meme of the like the two two like yanks arguing at something and one just throws a table at him but it was it was the it was the classic of i want cyberpunk but it's not finished yet but i want it now right here why have i got this it's buggy and unfinished i wouldn't call it unfinished though well Again, like we said, this sort of depends how you obtained it. Because, I mean... I think the copies for the discs were incomplete. Things sent to things like Steam, Epic, GOG were in a similar state, but console users are used... Console users are used to smooth, complete, everything's done. Something while that fits PC... on the architecture that it's designed for. Yeah. While PC users are used to the, okay, I need to change this slightly to do this, to do this. 
which leads to a lot of bugs for PC. There's games I play, and I still find bugs in it, like Warframe, and and it's like I still they have constant bugs, mm. but that's constantly updated. GTA constantly has bugs. I found bugs in GTA that were meant to be fixed months ago, mm. and yeah. it's like it's not. It's just something PC gamers have just got that used to. We just don't mm. care about it anymore. There's always going to be a hot fix or something going down the line that yeah that, that sort of does it. And before we go any further as well, I do want to sort of say that we're going to be looking at sort of Cyberpunk 2077, the game, as opposed to Cyberpunk 2077, the marketing and sort of the GOG because there are people a lot better and more diverse than us who can explain all the shit that's happened off yeah, the true. game's back. Oh, a lot true. I do like the meme that I found though. Mm. I did put it in our general. When someone gets upset over a buggy game of um, over bugs in Cyberpunk 2000 or 277, even though the game was released seven, um, 57 years ago. And is that a is that a picture of Ross from Friends? Uh? Yes. I have to admit, yeah, I find that really funny. Get a load of this guy. <laughs> He's complaining about a game that's been out for 57 years. Yeah. But imagine all the uh, like, like say parents and that that played it when they were younger. Mm. And now they're sat there going, "Why is my son complaining that it's buggy? Why is this?" Yeah. What? What? Why my son only learned about this game that came out when I was five? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who knows? Um. So you know, the, I mean, we got to sort of start on the fact that. So yeah, because of the fact that we're not sort of talking about the the outside influences and sort of GOG and the fuck ups that have happened there. We're looking at CD Projekt Red, the developer, and you know, talking about the sort of the management style there, as opposed to CD uh, CD Projekt, the overall company of which CD Projekt Red is a part of, and as is GOG. So, mm. I mean, right. So how many hours would you say you've put in to Cyberpunk now, Steph? How many hours I've put in? Um, I can tell you, strange enough. I have put 30 hours in according to this. 30 hours? Yes. Okay. So that's, I'd say I'm a little bit less than you on that. So I feel like that's slightly wrong. I feel like that's somehow slightly wrong. It's probably take away a good 10 hours of it from game crashing or it, the Steam keeping it open in the background for some weird reason. Mm. Yeah. I, so so we've you know, we've had some time around Night City. I mean, you've got a bit further in the story than I have. I mean, I've only just got to what is effectively you, considered you, the end of Act 1. Um, yeah, I was about to say, you've only just completed Act 1. I'm still in Act 2. Because it, I've got to a point where it was like, okay, I just want to do get upgrades, do this. Hmm. That's the thing. I think it's something one... I wish I did in number one before the first like heist, should we call it? Yeah. So yeah, there's a there's a quest called the heist. We're not going to explain much more. I mean, a lot of it is probably on the sort of the teaser trailer that they used anyway. And we can actually go to that starting at the beginning when you know that there's an issue with a game when a company doesn't provide certain review code 
to reviewers. This has happened oh, in the movie yeah, industry before. When a when a movie studio doesn't provide reviewers with screener copies of films, mm. it's generally because they don't have any faith in said film. And that's why you get a lot of classic, you know, bombs of Hollywood blockbusters because they don't want to show you the products, and they'll 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 say, oh, it's to make sure that there's no no spoilers or anything like that. It's a lie. It's a lie. So, you know, that's where that comes. And this is the sort of the warning flags of the feature completeness of CD Projekt Red Cyberpunk 2077. I don't know why I said it like that, but that's why the console version was so panned, you know. And like a lot of more experienced, you know, games people, particularly journalists, whose it's their job to talk about this. A lot of them would sort of brush that under the carpet anyway, because the last thing you want to do is get blacklisted by a developer. Wait, I've just realised something. Mm? The game came out 57 years ago, right? Wait, what? The, the board game is that, that it's... No, it came out in 1988. Okay. So the, the system where it was set in 2020 or 2013, I think Cyberpunk was 2013 and was released in 1988. It was then, the RPG was then upgraded to Cyberpunk 2020, Cyberpunk Red, and then Cyberpunk 2077 is okay. the video game continuation of the RPG. Yeah, I was just... Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Right. I was thinking of something, but it don't make sense now in my head. No one, you for some reason have everything just clicked together in your head, and then the next thing it's like, wait, hold on a minute, how's that clicking? Yeah, and then it all just falls apart in your head. It's like, eh, I wish I never yeah. opened my mouth. I mean, it also explains why certain storyline points have already happened in Act One of the game, particularly with the character of Johnny Silverhand, which isn't a spoiler. He was part of the hype material, played by Keanu mm. Reeves. Duh. Um, you know, and it also links into the Cyberpunk 2020 see, RPG because that's where I kept that my eye on this. I didn't know what his name was going to be when I got the game. Well, before uh, the game came out, um, yeah, I didn't he... know bits because I was literally got to the point of I know the game was coming out. I know for a fact I was going to get it at some point. Just left out of that. Yeah. I mean, everyone else knew it. It's like anyone who was a fan of the cyberpunk RPGs knew it was Johnny Silverhand. I, like you, found out it was that because it was said. Um, but I did sort of dig a little bit deeper, and it was like he's a sort of fan favorite in a sort of like a story called "The Fall of Johnny Silverhand," which is about him dying mid-op during something. But they, you know, create license change stuff around. But yeah, back to sort of reviews, and there was a lot of reviews of you know, of the PC version from critics, where they were told by CD Projekt Red, please use our footage when reviewing the games for videos. Which is another red flag. Oh, yeah. Because why stop a reviewer using the game for the review code that you sent them to do <laughs> the video? And it, it turns out because it's... Even after a disputed 8 to 4 year... I should have said four to eight year development cycle. 
it's not complete in a sense it's functional it it it's certified enough to go gold definitely in the pc version the console version absolutely not see, see it's, 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 again it comes to the whole thing of pc users are used to it hmm. we're, we're used to getting indie games um early access games um what to, to be honest anyone who's er, used to getting early, early access games it's like um raft mm. I, mean, I got early access so did terry some other of us got it as well i just don't know which one of us got it because i know mm. we played it with other people uh, when we got that it was early access and there was so many bugs in that for early access mm. and for how little the game is like how little content there is in that game all it is basically you build a raft floating materials come along you pick it up yeah no gamer would literally sit there and go that that's pants because of that it they literally just sit there and play through it mm-hmm. you get then if let's say if they came out with this and said that it was early access to everyone on steam and now <coughs> oh bless me bless you um you would have then uh, most PC gamers would sit there, even though with the bugs that's in it, will sit there and go, "That's basically a full game to me." Yeah, because yeah, we're so that's... used to having this early access, really bad games. Yeah, and that's that's the the difference, isn't it? That's so the, the PC market has become acceptable for better or worse. Or it's been, I'd say less acceptable. It's just more. It's the norm. And again, it, still, for better or worse. That's I think case. it's probably better that way because as much as, like, you can't really change the specs when it comes to playing it on a PlayStation or Xbox. Yeah, and this probably was about to get to that, so yeah, yeah keep, keep PC, going. PC, you can change the specs. Mm. So if you're finding your games lagging slightly or having issues loading in, you lower your graphics. You lower most of it. See if it helps yeah. it. If it helps it, you're in the good. If it helps it slightly, you're still in the good. Mm. If it don't help it at all, you need to almost get a new computer. Yeah, there's something <laughs> that needs that needs changing. Yeah, and and that's where that's where so you bring on to the right point is that you you would expect at that point then that a game that's that comes out on a console works on the console it's out for. Yeah, and that's that's the sort of the major problem. And yeah, I I can't say it can only go off what people have experienced you mentioned you had like some sort of weird like popping bugs for characters where they look like mannequins and that's even yeah. in the pc version um but now just imagine that on uh, the ps4 but they never pop the textures never popped in i have so. it where the car looks like it's you know when you see um you've seen the advert where they make the car of cake right yeah now at the beginning of it you just see like a clay out mold of it mm-hmm which they stick the cake parts to it. I've had the cars look like that. Yeah. Well, we mentioned this as well because even in the PC version, there's this like montage because of a six-month time skip from the your prologue, which is like your life path that mm. you that you chose at the beginning of the game. Um, you know, you walk around a bit, you learn very basic mechanics of how to play the game, and then you have a life, and um, you have a six-month montage. Where you and your your support character Jackie um, go around and learn how to be a merc, and he sh- shows you a new car that he buys for you, and 
I don't know if it happened on did it happen on yours? Because I think I explained it didn't I, off podcast about what happened with mine. It's like this weird, horrendous popping texture because they're rendering the the cutscene in engine, which I reckon is I don't know. I mean, I don't know much about uh, like game dev, but when the thing that I think about was going through the developer commentary for Half Life Two, when you're speaking to people on or when you're seeing cutscenes or like conversation between characters on a screen. Mm. They're not. It's not a video that they have on there. On another part of the map that you can't access, that's all being done. Oh, is it? And if you, yeah, and if you no clipped through, you could see like the other the other part of the map and 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 stuff that was going on. You see, I, I didn't have any issue within that sequence yeah, that, that I noticed anyway. Yeah, like I say, it was just a horrendous popping. But like, I reckon that's done like off the main sort of map you know there and there and then and mm. but to think that that was happening to people on the console versions and it was just staying like that and they were having absolute frame di- uh, frame rate dives in in game and the fact that it was only slightly remedied on the ps4 pro as opposed to the ps4 you know sort of says that there was there were some problems mm. not that helped by a conference call that happened and an interview between CD Projekt Red and Games Media with them saying, well, yeah, we, we knew there were problems with the, the console version. We just, just didn't focus on it. We just couldn't do it. So hyped up they were and I, I think sort of tunnel visioned on is, that. They built the game not for consoles and then they've tried dumbing it down a bit for consoles and failed. Oh, absolutely. That I mean, I mean, this is the sort of the argument that's coming out. I don't know, it's a flimsy argument, but it's an argument nonetheless that it was designed for next gen in mind, which was sort of why the sort oh, of yeah. delays were happening throughout yeah, the year. We were said. waiting for the I said console. That, um, the other day, when who was it? You mentioned something. I think it was Duncan who mentioned something about it. Mm. Going, oh, Cyberpunk's getting all these issues, and I just turned around and went. And you'd think this, they should have fixed it with all these delays. I went, the delays weren't always there. They yeah. were planned from the beginning, and as soon as they knew, PlayStation 5 and that was coming out. Mm. And, and what, and, is it Series X or whatever it's called? Yeah, Xbox Series X and Series S. So the Xbox family and the PS5. Um Yeah, and uh, yeah, I can see where you're coming from on that, because then these, these consoles came out mid-November. Yeah. So then trying to get the game out for end of November, mid December, I could understand, but you know, there's all this talk of crunch and I've got my opinions on crunch. It shouldn't happen, especially on the fact that it was delayed. It was originally supposed to come out in April. It was delayed multiple times to December. And the game still wasn't ready at that point. The again argument in the in all the game sites is that it was clear that it was a management problem. Um, management wanted nay needed the game out before the year end, so when the investor call came around the following year, they could say we've made this much. No, oh, yeah, and but, so yeah, that's you know. probably backfired by this point with all the oh, oh, and absolutely, Duncan. Um, didn't link anything in the dev chat 
but he did mention it. It's like, things are not good for cyberpunk as news unfolds. Seems the internal struggles were as bad as reported. So do you remember like, when we were talking about the problems with Anthem and there was the Kotaku reporter Jason Scray? Yes. Yeah, he's, he's no longer Kotaku reporter Jason Scray. He's Bloomberg reporter Jason Scray. Okay. Um, did bring up a piece, a report about basically a developer or a dev team lash out at management of basically questioning why were they crunching for a game that they knew was not going to be ready by year end and has now put all the goodwill and reputation of the company in tatters. Yeah. Because, you know, because of a I think on on what was arguably the most hyped game of the decade. It was, you know, a teaser announcement in 2012 slash 13. And it constantly being in people's minds for that long. Maybe that's a problem as well. Maybe, I sort of, I don't know, maybe this is just a, you know, sort of an opinion, but maybe don't hype a game at multiple years away from its intended release. I can, I, can, I mean, I can but understand the idea of letting yeah, Destiny did it. Um, Sony have already have already been aware of issues with this before. No Man's Sky did it. Yes. No that Man's was... Sky put people... See, No Man's Sky didn't come out... It came out doing what it said it would do. But what well, it to mainly... Yeah, but what it disappointed everyone with is everyone believed it would have been multiplayer. Mm. That was probably the biggest letdown in that whole game. Yeah, mainly due to it was a bit of I feel that Sean Murray who was the creative lead at Hello Games for No Man's Sky was just out of his dev. He had this vision he had this idea that he wanted to do and was really excited about it but was not sort of trained to deal with media pressure in wanting to know stuff so just let the shit flow out and I'm just like oh is it going to contain this? Yes, absolutely what about this? Yes. And in his head he's screaming, he's like, why have I promised that? You see, you say that, but everyone got this not off the media itself, but from the videos they show. They show like multiple ships taking off from a planet with it looked like other players. Well, call me a cynic. But I think it's fair to say now, do not trust E3 videos. Oh, I'd never trust it. Trying to... I never watched anything for Cyberpunk. I just knew Karano Reeves was in it. <laughs> yeah, because you're awesome. Um... And I have to admit, even if he wasn't in it, because there's such a big hype for the game, I, I would have probably still got it at some point. Yeah. Just because he's in it, I probably just got it a little bit earlier. Mm. I, was like, pers- I mean, personally, I did have reservations of where I was going to pick it up. It required... Like say we're trying to keep the the issues with the game development and the issues with the company actions separate for the case of this. It's not to say that issues there are to be disregarded. It's just it's not something that could sort of weigh in on properly. That being said, all the arguments entirely justified. 
just not something I can sort of say further. So, so we've got this problem with these console versions, yeah? Yeah. And Cyberpunk or CD Projekt Red make another mistake, which is to turn around and say, we fucked up. Okay, that's not a mistake in itself. But then them going, we fucked up, go get a refund. Remember, speak to Sony, speak to Microsoft, or speak to your brick-and-mortar store where you bought the game, and ask for a refund. Is I don't know if it was just sort of ignorance of how a refund system works, or if they just wanted to deflect. But, I don't know about you, but last time you bought a physical game and you opened it up, could you go back in there into that store and say, I want a refund? Without a good reason, not off the top of my head. Yeah. Unless the games are recalled, mm-hmm. which they should be doing. Yeah, it has happened before, the one that I... It should be recalled, and to a... then from that point, it should be... Um... I forgot to say. And basically, you go to the... You either send it back to the company itself, mm-hmm. which would refund you. Or you take it to the star, which the star will technically refund you, but they basically claim it back off the company because they're the ones who are calling it back. Yeah. Yeah, I I can know one big example of this, and this was X-Men Destiny back in the days of the old Xbox. Um, So it got so critically panned, even though the game was functionally okay, it just wasn't exciting. But I don't know if it was Warner Brothers or another studio who turned around and said, no, we don't like this. We're just going to pull the Atari ET game on this. Ask everyone to give it back. We'll refund them and we'll purge it from existence as if it never happened. I mean, I, don't, I mean, it might be a bit extreme to say that this would be the case for Cyberpunk, but still, I can understand sort of where the, sort of the refund idea was, except policies for stores physical stores are if you crack open the box it's yours that's it um online on the sony and microsoft stores particularly sony's in this case you can purchase the product the moment you choose to download it that's it and the only way you would get a refund like that is if the game was physically broken if it was unplayable if you know, and Sony have their certification stuff on there, which, fun fact, certification is just to um, determine whether a game or a piece of software that a developer uploads to a store can have the potential to brick a console or not. So, there was a game at some point that could kill the consoles, wasn't it? It was Fallout 76. Ah. I wrongly said at uh, my work that it was Anthem that could brick consoles. I don't know, they might have done as well, but it was definitely something had come up with Fallout 76. There was an error code that you could get in the game, which would then just sort of brick uh, Xbox Ones, maybe? It might have been the PS4, so one of those, those cases. So we've got this refund system that, you know, is not fit for the purpose that CD Projekt Red is telling their customers to use. Um, uh, eventually, Sony and Microsoft have sort of put clauses in their refund policy 
for this particular case. And Sony have since, according to according to media, I mean, Sony has said we have stringent guidelines, and therefore Cyberpunk has been removed from the PlayStation Store until further notice. If you ever want to look at anything, there is a game called Life of Black Tiger. Sony has stringent quality control policy on the games that they upload, eh? No. Anyway, they, they did that. CD Projekt Red said it was an agreement between Sony and them about removing Cyberpunk off the store until further notice. That's disputed still. But that sort of ends the story of the console version. So, um, May I ask... Um, yes, Do you know what your save file size is for your uh, um, Cyberpunk software? I do not know, because I was about to get into that, because that's one of the interesting uh, that, That's the thing problems. I yesterday, in it. Yes. And Where... So- um, GOG basically announced, um, keep your inventory low. <laughs> yes, keep your inventory low, because if you have too many items, or you craft too many items, above a size... Conch, this is over size 8 megabytes. Yeah. So, so they reach 8 megabytes in size. Your game yeah. will become corrupted and unrecoverable. Yes, because even though they will, like, hotfix the game, and to CD Projekt Red's credit, they are hotfixing. Oh, yeah. It needs more than hotfixing, but they're doing it. I mean, I feel sorry for the developers. They're supposed Nothing to be... today so far, though. Yeah, well, they're supposed to be wrapping up for, you know, for Christmas, but they're here patching a game that their rabid fan base has demanded and then been un- unhappy for. And I'll, I'll call it out. You cannot defend the state of a game as a fan when you do not have the physical product in your hand. If you're if you're demanding that your baby's concept not to be slagged off, fuck off. This is why I don't do pre-order culture. <laughs> so I don't mind the pre-order culture. It depends. I, I do it if I'm getting discounts on it like early bird discount type stuff mm. which steam tends to normally do they've not really done it recently well they've not done it for a bit actually mm. um i don't mind it with things like that but so there's odd times i do it as well just to get some added like um not content but visual content type yeah stuff. cosmetics yeah cosmetic i don't mind doing it every now and then to get some cosmetic stuff yeah. but not really my. So I've done it for a few of the tail games. I think I've got some of the fancy dresses and shit like that. You can get some of the tail games, which mm. is just an outfit for the characters. Does nothing farther, apart from the instead of looking like this maiden, they now look like a yeah. Betty Boo type thing. <laughs> it's the first character that's popped in my head. I doubt it looked like Betty Boo. <laughs> uh. So, you know, we've got all that and I'll stop doing that. I keep I keep moving the, the mouse into the preview window, which just lets us all know that this is being recorded on Discord. Hi, how are you doing? Anyway, um so and I want to bring on to this idea and like we haven't suffered the corrupted safe state yet, but I'm gonna go and check my save file. 
Oh, I'm, I'll be checking that in a minute. Yeah. Um, so, what is the... Because this is the thing. I made a tweet about this this morning. That the game is good. The RPG dialogue is standard. The combat is fun. The soundtrack oh, yeah. is awesome. Yeah. I know. What, what the problem is, is this is all great until the immersion gets shattered by stupid bugs. Some are funny, some are ridiculously See, stupid. The only bugs I tend to find a lot of is things not loading in properly, mm. but they then pop into place. The other one I've had a few times is I get out of my vehicle yeah, and I appear underneath my vehicle, and if there's something underneath it, I end up stuck there. If not, I drop off the world. Oh, you get that fun under the skybox. Yep. I And then had... Puts me back to where I first got in the car. Yeah. And my car will be miles away and the mission would have already been started because I started it while I was before I just got out of the car. Oh, God. So I already know this mission. I'm doing this mission. Now I'm about 5K, well, 5 kilometers or whatever distance it is away from it. Because when I some reason got into my vehicle, it's bugged me out and put me underneath. I've got out of my vehicle at one point and ended up on the roof of the vehicle. I have this sort of weird as a when you when so there's a the concept in it called breach protocol, like a little mini game where you have to sort of connect uh, little bits of hex code in order to do a thing. Oh, I've so mean of upload like the C1, something. Yeah, the C one five five e nine business. Yeah. I five and C one tends to be the most common stuff I've noticed in there. Yeah, um, but you do that mini game and you get the thing. But sometimes there's a point where it will complete it and it'll give you the thing that says exit interface, and you click it and your character comes out and you can carry on doing stuff. That work that happens, I'd probably say a third of the time, because the other times you'll complete it and your character will just start floating upwards until you step back a bit. I've not had that issue. The other issue I have had, which I noticed happens a lot, and I've seen you have the issue, I don't know if mm. you've noticed it, is the mechanic of stuff like, say, garbage and that spawning in. Yeah. And certain items spawning in. Sometimes items glitch within in each other. Mm-hmm. It's like, at this point of the game, this item shouldn't either be here, or this item has a chance to be here, but is here now. Yeah. I know you uh, definitely same watched time, two of them with me, aren't you? One was like where was some bin that came out of the sky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it just fell through a floor and just I was just minding my own business, walk about to walk across the road, and this bin just goes. And then when you see litter and that blow up, yes, at a distance or right near you, it'll just blow up because it's just finally rendered in, mm. and there'll be something else in that spot now as well, and it just goes. Poof. I've yeah. had it where. I've drove along, went to park my vehicle, got out of it. Next thing I know, I've got cops coming after me because I've literally parked my vehicle on top of theirs. Yeah. But there was uh, nothing there. There was no people there when I got out. <laughs> yeah. Speaking, speaking of stuff like that, it's a bit weird that, you, you know, I've got a mod on my cyberware that allows me to turn all my weapons into non-lethal weapons, which really helps during some quests because you can yeah, you get a bonus if you take someone down non-lethally. It's, it's something. It's one of the optical implants that sort of smart links and turns everything into non-lethal weapons. 
See, I've so not got that. Cool. I, um, I have got a mod which I've, I've not installed yet, which lets me see heat when I do scanning. Mm-hmm. I can see things through walls, like one set of walls. Yeah. Which I find is really good. Um, especially when I'm with you on the idea of I try doing as much as I can in that game, mm. Selfer. There's times where I've walked into places, knocked one person out, hid their body, gone around the corner, and the next thing I know, they're shouting, going, I know you're here. And it's like, wait, how? Yeah, how's that work out? Did you just sense my presence and thought, hmm, <laughs> there's someone here. I know you're here. Yeah, yeah. so uh, so we've got all these non-lethal things, and I pick up a body, and there's nowhere to dump him, so I just like dump him behind a couch somewhere so it keeps him out of sight. To then hear the sound of them gibbing, because it's not understood where the floor was at the time. Never mind. So it's like, they were unconscious, <laughs> like, Ugh, and I throw them down, and then you just hear, and an arm oh, yeah. suddenly roll along the floor. I'm like, I've had it where I've shot someone with my um, sniper rifle, took the red clear off, mm-hmm. and then the next thing I know is <laughs> just watching this loading window in the corner. Um, <laughs> I snapped the reds off, and they're just stood there. They're still just stood there, and I can hear them shouting. Mm. I had that, you know, when you got off yesterday because you said you were getting off, and I said, oh, I'll just complete this mission. Bloody hell, what's going on? Just oh give me a moment. Me. Well, we'll, we'll keep talking. You, yeah, you, you keep doing. You just do me. What you're doing. Um, but, um, I, I shot the guy's head off right at the end. Yeah. And then walked to him, and he just started shouting. He, he, he stood up, still stood up, dead, just shouting. And it's yeah. like, you've got no head. You're dead because obviously you're not moving. And I've picked, I've lo- looted your body, but you mm. can continue shouting as much as you want. Like he's hurt, he's hurt. He's like you're dead. Oh, I'm having to reload, you. and it's like, why do you have to reload? I've took your gun. <laughs> yeah, but, oh, but it's right in my hands. It was better than my gun. <laughs> uh, I will have to give you the one bug that was interesting for me, because I mean, what we will do on this is we'll keep talking bugs, and then when Darius, it's Darius, by the way. When Darius um, comes in, he can he can give his his uh, closing thoughts and opening argument in a in a few minute window. <laughs> if he comes, he's if, if, if he appears, otherwise he's a he's a set of squares for a bit. Um, so one of the books I had, there's a mission in Afterlife. I'm, I'm going to get a to... mask of Darius, so when he just wants to join, I'm just going to put a mask. <laughs> It's just like Don the Darius opinion mask. Whoop. <laughs> um, so yeah. here he is. Here yeah, he is. Yeah. Hey, in a new it, in, he's oh, in a recording environment. Oh, are you saying yeah, hey, Craig, I've not seen you ages. How are you doing? Now I'm recording. It's yeah. a lag. Craig. So, yeah, this is a mission. You speak to an NPC by the name of Dennis, and he gives you a transporter-style mission. It's like, go to this place, open the package. Once you've got the package, I'll tell you what the instructions are. Yeah, I've done that. That's in um, Afterlife. Yeah. So you go to the package, you open it up, and lo and behold, like the transport film, is a a guy falls out of a box, and it's like, oh, transporting. The freezer. Yeah. Yeah, it's a freezer. Yeah. It's a fridge that says um, no future. No futures. Yeah. 
something like that. Yeah. Um, but, but then you're trying to smuggle him. Yeah. So you go through and you do your combat and you put him in the boot of the car that you're meant to transport him to. I put him in the boot and then I had one of these. I've been playing it for a couple of hours. So you get this bit with Cyberpunk where you sort of have to reload or like close down the game and reopen it just to make sure everything's clean and, and not going so all I over the place. That I, I, it seems to. Well, what we've learned from this podcast so far is different different bugs for different folks. Um, <laughs> Definitely. But yeah, so I close the game and open it up. And well, I, I don't I have part... the. I don't have the issue where I do have to like close and open the game ever now and then. However, it's really crashy when I have an overlays on it. Mm. See, mine doesn't have that issue. I've st- I've not had that issue neither. I've got my overlay over it still for um Discord and that. It's normally because I mute myself when I'm playing it, but yeah. Get to get to this what? this point. Reload the reload the game, and I hear a foot on the top of my car. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? So I get out of my car, and the guy that I'd put in the boot. Is now spread eagled on the roof <laughs> and slowly and limply slides off the back, lands on the floor. I can't pick him up because he's supposed to be in the boot. I put yeah. him in there. The flag had triggered for him going in the boot. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that's 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 the 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 thing that that happened on there, and I, then continuing on that drive through deliver the guy and i wondered why the camera snapped to the the fixer when you sort of like do the thing because then in pops the mpc is now stood up ready to have a conversation with you and explain the situation of why he was smuggled in the first place i was like hold on i left your unconscious body a beach somewhere what the how have you just suddenly appeared here um so you know that's 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 that so to finish this off, to finish this podcast off, we got Darius here, and he's he's a, a late joiner. Um, as the CD Project Red fan, and actual fan, not the fan I was talking about at the beginning of, or like in the middle of the podcast, you know, that sits there and you know ravenously argues back with people about a game that they haven't actually played yet. At least I don't believe so. Darius is a lot more adjusted than that. Um, or at least so I've been told. Anyway, <laughs> so what what about if you could sort of give us in like about a five minute monologue, if you can, how you feel about this whole cyberpunk thing? Um, as you're a late joiner, we'll be sort of going like I say we're talking about the development of the game as opposed to the the GOG and all the the stuff the actions of CD Projekt, the overall company. Mm. And we're sort of like narrowing it down to the game dev side. How you feel this has went? Well, they are definitely not happy about it. <laughs> and neither... Uh, I would not say fans of CD Projekt Red, but people who believed in the company because because of the because of the Witcher 2 and Witcher 3 um they gained that kind of trust um and people were looking up to them as does the studio 
which should be as an example to everybody else, depending on in terms of development of the games. Mm. And right now, everything is shattered, like yeah. literally. Um, however, on kind of their defense, uh, they were delaying the game again and again and again. And to delay the game, you need money because for each delay, it costs you a fortune because you have to print new posters, new advertisements, etc. And I believe they start running out of money. And they decided, okay, we have to we have to release it. Yeah. Which, sort of which is a about. really, really bad idea because the game is well, it's kind of it, the game is finished, don't take yeah. wrong. Uh, I think I think, the, I think the word we said was functional. Yeah. Uh, and and, I, and on has, the PC, we I mean we already what, sort of what, discussed what, the yeah, console what, was a problem. Yeah, what okay. I what as the way I've put it is PC PC users used to games like this. <laughs> Console users see their ass with it. <laughs> so yeah, in that kind of term, uh, the game is definitely playable on PC, especially on the high end ones. However, if you have if you are owner of PlayStation Four or Xbox One, you are having a bad time, mm. and I think. They made a bad decision about releasing the game on those consoles. What they should do is, okay, release the game on PC right now. Yeah, the console should have had a release date later on. And have the, yes, exactly. And have the PlayStation Um, and Xbox One rate later on. And prepare for God's sake the proper version for PlayStation 5 and Xbox X. Mm. Yeah. Didn't Destiny or something do like that? Not sure. There was a game that came out on PC first and took longer to get out on consoles. Oh, It may have been Destiny 2 on there because it ended up being a Blizzard exclusive for X months. But that was was purely on an exclusive standpoint as opposed to a design standpoint that happened here. That's that's from what we've been told. Mm. Well, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, on the point, I'm I'm happy with well, happy with the game as it is. It's mm. I like the story so far. I like everything, especially later on when you start like actively hacking everything mm. from the distance. That's where the cyberpunk kind of like kick kicked in for me. Yeah. Because beforehand, I, I spent like r- roughly ten hours just shooting everyone everywhere, and later on, I just realized what I had. Fucking do to 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 start hacking people. <laughs> See, yeah. you, you, it took you ten hours to figure that out. It, it, it took me. I, I got yeah. I got new implants and went. Hmm. I have six slots for hacks now. I'm done. I can fry <laughs> people's minds. I can do this. Exactly. It's like I'm good. <laughs> uh, so yes, I'm real. I'm the game is fine. Uh, for me, the game is fine. Play wells. I I'm playing it. Bad decisions during the release thing, mm. releasing time. Uh, maybe instead of just pushing it back for another month or so, think okay, people will get angry. They might lose more money for. Yeah, let's release it in the, like May two thousand twenty-one. That would be better idea, yeah. better decision to make. Yeah, 
and that's I say what's happened now is that even if they fix it, there's going to be a goodwill loss that's going to be hard to recover yes. from. And with with that, I know it's slightly depressing, but that's where we wrap up this week, I'm afraid. And I mean, thank you, Dario, for for coming in. It was nice that we got we got your two cents worth before finishing it off. So uh, yeah, this is the last regular immaterial gamers podcast of the year. Um, there's some something Merry will Christmas. happen. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. We will wish you all a Merry Christmas and potentially a Happy New Year. Happy and year. and if you if you enjoyed what we talked about, do the usual stuff: the like, share, subscribe stuff, and. Remember, you can always listen to this on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And maybe I'll see what I can do about getting it on Amazon Music because they, they do podcasts now and all. So well, I'll, I'll, I'll have a look around. So, um, yeah. Thank you, Steph. Thank you, Darius. And from Ryan and the rest of the Immaterial Gamers, please enjoy yourself where you can and we'll see you soon. Don't forget to wash your hands. Absolutely. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Bye-bye.